Welcome to Insurance Happy Hour. This is Alert. This is Becky. So, Becky, I wanted to take the Insurance Happy Hour truly on the road and find ourselves a bar today. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it did. It was. It was going to be really fun until I looked at your schedule. I was like, you know, you sent me this whole thing. It's like, I've got a little packed schedule and everything. And then, but I noticed there's a nice little area today that, you know, to record this. And then there was nothing after it. And I was like, awesome. Let's just go ahead and take the, the show on the road and actually go find a bar set up and, you know, convince them to, to service while we drink. <laughs> and, while we talk into microphones. And, yeah, exactly. And we were going to do like five or six episodes and we were just going to, you know, hot, hot mic the whole thing and just figure it out. And then I just happened to accidentally scroll a little bit lower on your calendar and you have some appointment tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, thanks for ruining my fun. <laughs> You're welcome, Laird. I appreciate it. I wish then was now. <laughs> I am here to ruin your fun. Ruined. You ruined it. Yes. But yeah, no. It's I we I'm I'm trying to like say, let's let's go find let's I, I would love for more people to to join in on this. We need to start asking people to join in the fun. I think we have some people we could ask. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we wouldn't go through the list right no. now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I, I I do. I think we have some people that would we could ask and they would they would love to come on and, and chat with us some. I'm looking forward to it. We gotta we gotta make this third mic actually do something, except for sitting in a box. Is the it is it here? Nope. Oh. Nope, not here. I have it, but it's just not here. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. You have it in some super secret place that you can't Yeah, the trunk of my car. <laughs> Very super secret place. And now, if you want to find yourself a podcast mic, you can find my car, break into it, and grab and steal my podcast mic. You have to come to Dallas first. Oh, you got to be here first, huh? Mm. And then you got to go to my office. It's a, that's such a problem. Man, this week's been fun. Isn't it always, though? Yeah, I've actually, this week I've, uh, I've enjoyed it. It's, uh, you know, nothing, nothing bad, nothing big. It, it was kind of a calm week, mm-hmm. and I, I, I like calm weeks. I like nothing going on, and it really allows you to focus on your job. Did you get some of your reviews done? I managed. Probably put in some some late hours. Definitely put in some late hours to get them all done, but I did. Now yeah. I just gotta wait for them to get approved. <laughs> wait, approved? I was told they had to be approved. I had to send them in and get them approved. Oh, okay. okay. Man, you can see how t- how in touch I am. <laughs> I still haven't seen my review. See, so you're drinking. Oh crap! I got to give you one. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll we'll do it at the end of this uh, this episode. Okay, we'll record it. <laughs> we'll record it. That'd be fun. <laughs> so I see you're drinking a um, cherry Coke Zero. Yes, you jealous? A tad. I'm over here drinking green tea. It's delicious. Caramel. <laughs> Are you wait <laughs> and Jerry? <laughs> Luscious, it tickles the roof of my mouth as I drink from the elixir of Coca Cola Zero Sugar. I I actually did it to be a brat. You did it. To, you did it just to. Yeah, Screw with me? I did. I was standing in the break room looking at the, the fridge going, I wanted a Diet Coke is what I wanted, but we were out. And so I'm standing at the fridge going, there's Cherry Coke Zero or Strawberry Blue Blay. 
I don't like that they say it's buble, by the way. No, they say bubbly, but I like the commercial, so I say oh, okay. buble. Okay. Um, have you seen the commercial, right? I have seen the commercial, okay. but I thought it was buble because he's sitting there muttering buble. In the, in... That's because that's his name. Oh, that's Michael Buble? Yes. I don't know. Yes, that was Michael Bublé. He wasn't singing. That was the whole joke. He wasn't singing. I don't know him. Not all singers sing all the time. Singers don't sing all the time. They talk Not too. according to Sesame Street. Well, whatever. They're always singing. Anyway. Um, so I'm standing there and I'm looking at the fridge going, I could be nice and get the strawberry bubbly because Lair does, Lair's not drinking Cokes right now. and Or I could be really mean and go with the cherry Coke Zero. I went with the cherry Coke Zero. Wow. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> and do I ever just go through and just do stuff to mess with you? Oh, totally. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you do it all the time. <laughs> I was hoping I, I, I you kid, forgot. I, are you kidding me? I remember meetings where you would go 2019. <laughs> I did it during the company meeting, too. Uh-huh. Or where you would smack your gum. <laughs> Staring you straight in the eye. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, no. no <laughs> you do it to me, too. <laughs> this is not a one-way street. <laughs> it's it's like this. I know you can't see it whenever you're listening to our podcast, but it's it's it was like this uh, during the company. <laughs> and she goes, I go, in 2019, <laughs> <laughs> turning his head to look at me. Oh, I am ready to get rid of this cough, by the way. I'm, I have had enough of this cough. It's a, it's a side product of me. I have bronchial asthma that only shows up when I'm sick. Mm. And so it takes a few weeks to get it all kicked out. So... Sounds I will, fun. I will, to continue, I will continue to cough. Try not to cough into the mic, though. Looking forward to going to Elevate here in a couple weeks. Yep. Me too. Did you, uh, are did you see Did you see they have this community on their show website where no. you can like log in, I guess, or whatever? I kind of got, got some flack for not having my profile picture up there. <laughs> Who gave you flack? Uh, Brian from NSD. What? Is it just? It, do I just have a blank avatar? I couldn't find you. Sweet, I'm not even invited. Fantastic. <laughs> got a hotel room. I know of. A, I know I've got a hotel room, so. which you will probably stay in the whole time. Yeah, I can. <laughs> work, the can last few shows you've been and to, and I loved how you did the whole pouty Superman thing of you hands on your hips. I'm gonna stay in my room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you anymore. <laughs> you didn't put my profile on your website. That's my, that's my three-year-old likes to tell me, Mommy, you're not my best friend anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I still your mom? Yes. Well, fine. <laughs> that's, that's my goal right now. I win. <laughs> I'm still good. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. What was that? I was just, I was just thinking, it was like, you know, what point do you, do you flip the switch from your kid being your kid to you wanting them to be like best friends or friend friends when I'm not paying for their shit anymore? Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I've, I've seen a lot of parents that, you know, they, they, you know, they want to be the cool mom or the cool dad. No. And they, yeah. I'm, I'll never be a cool dad. And if I'm just going to find a book. Of dad jokes. <laughs> and I mean, memorize them. 
Some people, they memorize scripture. Some people memorize the Constitution. Some people memorize Paul Revere's Last Ride. A lot of people memorize a lot of stuff. I'm going to memorize dad jokes. You don't have to memorize a lot of dad jokes. You just have to have like three or four that you say all the time. <laughs> That's all. Like, like my dad, mm-hmm. right? He has a couple. One is about Texas Tech. Okay. Well, do you got to say what it is? I'm going to. Okay. So whenever he sees the Texas Tech logo, they've got TT on their shirt. (laughs) Every single time on a car, whatever, it's always, they've got TT on their hat, their car, whatever. Mm -hmm. The other one is, oh, you know, dad, I got my haircut today. Which one? All of them, Dad. All of them. I get my hair is cut. My hair. The, my hair. <laughs> and it's always those. I, I can't remember which one it was, but I did a dad joke during. Oh, I I did a dad joke um, whenever I spoke at Elevate two years ago. Mm-hmm. I did a dad joke. I can't remember what it was, but it was just dry, perfect delivery. And I'm I'm like, yeah, dad jokes. They're fantastic. <laughs> Should we add a dad joke segment to the Hell podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what you got to do is it's you have to whoever delivers it in such a way that makes the other person laugh first. Mm. So it's going to be unfairly against me because I do like dad jokes. I like the corny, dry, corny and dry, not dry, dry, you know, where people are like, oh, you know, London dry humor, you know, they, <laughs> that type of stuff. Yeah. No, that doesn't do it for me. It's the corny, punny, you know, puns. I love puns. Puns just make me giggle. It has to be a good one. Uh, no, it doesn't. And that's <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> you can always get me with a, a very punny pun. Mm. No. But uh, yeah, so what we do is we'll go like back and forth dad jokes until whatever, which one loses. Uh, that could be a while. <laughs> oh, no, because whoever lasts first, which okay. means it'll go pretty quickly because... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it could. Mm. could. Did your dad go to A and M? Yes. Okay, so y'all are a family of Aggies. Mm-hmm. My mom too. Yeah. So you're all. What do you mean all? I was going to say something mean, and I decided against it. <laughs> mic... See, it does. You do do it to me too. The mic stand is heavy. I was contemplating. I didn't want to add to the bruise on my face <laughs> yeah that's funny probably a wise decision that's funny by the way okay so um i have a scar on my forehead and uh well once upon a time i went uh hunting with a whole bunch of my cohorts and friends or uh, sorry my cohorts core core cohorts son of of a motherless goat. I need to be able to talk today. Cohorts. I wouldn't call them friends because we were scoping in a rifle and it slipped and it popped back and it, um, and this was after like 15 shots with it too. So it wasn't like it was the first one. I was an idiot. I just got lazy and wasn't and So the sky scope came back and met my face with a vengeance and it left a mark for the rest of the, the trip. Everybody thought it was really funny. I mean, she's laughing about it already. She's like, so I was playing basketball and a ball hit off a thing, come flying back 
and scratch, and I blocked it with my hand, and my fingernail cut my forehead. That's How what. How long happened. was your fingernail? It wasn't long at all. It just was like raptor sharp. I mean, because <laughs> that's quite a cut. I know, I know, but it, so uh, I mean, I've done it in the shower before. Like just sitting there washing my hair. I, I mean, I don't know. I just I got a soft forehead or something. <laughs> did your did your skull never close like fully from when you were a baby? No, my skull's just fine. <laughs> don't you dare! I know what you're thinking. Nope, don't you? you I'm good. Sh- so yes. <clears throat> Tell me a story. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> we got to move on. We got to move on. <laughs> okay. So we're a little late in, in talking about this. This was um, actually published in January. But I still thought it would be worth discussing because Lemonade always does this, um, what they call Transparency Chronicles, where they talk about their their stats and everything. Um so they published this in January, their, their results from 2018. They called it Signals from Space. All right. Before we get into that, mm. what are your thoughts of like uh, catchy headlines like that? I don't know if that is catchy enough for me to go – if I didn't know who it was from, mm-hmm. that I would want to read it. But since I know it was Lemonade, I would read it regardless yeah. of – so it wasn't the title because signals from space means nothing. I know what they're going for on that article, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, so two weeks ago, I wrote that episode title, and I think it did a really good job. Sorry, yeah, I think it did too. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember looking at the the downloads from that. It was like, wow, that that was pretty good. Um, and I don't know if it was the title or the giraffe conversation. <laughs> I t- I've, li- I've listened to that a few times. Like I just went back to the episode. I cut that section out and then I just listened to it over and over again. Not, not like in a row. I just listened to it because it was funny. Anytime I- you need a chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they had this project called Project Watchtower. Yeah, it uses machine learning to analyze signals coming from orbiting satellites to detect catastrophic events. Okay, and they use this, and almost as soon as they flip the switch, the California wildfires for um, the campfire mm-hmm. in November appeared on yes. on their screens. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, this is really weird. How do how do they did they talk about how they're actually doing it? Because I, I mean that I, I'm I'm really technical, and that just sounds like a bunch of gibberish, to be honest. So it says they they took their in-house bot, which is named Cooper, um, Wolf. and hooked it to the raw data feed coming from NASA's moderate resolution imaging spectrometer, mm-hmm. and he analyzes. I guess it's a he. I miss, yeah, I don't know. Analyzes each pixel looking for fire outbursts based on colors and heat signatures. Okay. And so what did that data tell him that CNN didn't? Did they know before the fire was actually started or did they know right when it was started? Did they what were they what did they glean from that? Um I'm trying to to read ahead here. Okay. To see. Um 
because I think that it was very quickly that people knew that there was a, that their houses were on fire. Right. I mean, I, I you know, there's there's a fire happening. I think it's yes. pretty ob- obvious, right? There's this not this. Oh, we yeah, don't know we, what's we, happening out here. Yeah, we don't need a a bot to analyze pictures from satellite feeds to over the span of a couple hours whenever you can flip on, you know, the local news and hey, there's a fire. Hell, you can just get on YouTube going, "Look, mm. there's a fire." Sorry. I'm yeah. But what I think it helped them, what they did is they switched into catast- uh, catastrophe response procedure and basically completely focused all their whole claims team on that area, helping relocate families. All right. So rather than wait for the families to reach out to them, they were proactive in response to these signals, heat signals that they were seeing in California. Hmm. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Why do you say that? I'm, I, you know what? I, I actually, I'm actually perturbed. Like that is something that pisses me off mm. because no kidding, no kidding that there was a, a fire. It was all over the news. It was all there. Were they pinpointing the people in those areas that you could, you know, that they needed to contact and call? They're using a disaster as something to make themselves tout themselves. They did the same flipping thing with with, Vegas, yeah, with the Vegas and the shooting about how you know all the guns. That is irresponsible of what they're doing of, of them using those tragic events as marketing. There are renters' insurance. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, you're you're re- helping relocate. Great. That's that's a really feel good story. It's fantastic. But they wanted to bring in that their bot detected these fires. I don't know. It, it's not making sense. I'm. I mean, do you agree? Disagree? Do you think I'm? I'm just. I don't like newsjacking. I think taking. An that's ev- the term, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think taking an event like the Vegas shooting or these wildfires. And using it to be like, look how great we are because we don't accept guns in our – we don't cover guns or we don't – you know, whatever. It's, I mean at least this time they didn't tout it until months after the fact, whereas with the Vegas shooting, I think it was like a week after that shooting. They came out and was like, we don't do that. If I remember, I don't remember the, yeah, the timing might be off. But they were they were much quicker after the Vegas shooting to, to promote how they – don't cover guns. That's that's so irresponsible. I mean, uh, you know, ITC has – we never use it for like news stories, but we have – and it's because it's done at a personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, um, the tornado that ripped through Rowlett, that actually hit an ex-girlfriend of mine's mom's house, the tornado. And – that's a personal – that's personal to me. That personally affected me. And it's not that I don't give and donate whenever other events happen. But that's the only time that we made it about – you know that was kind of related to ITC. The same thing with um, the hurricane, hurricane Houston. down in Houston. Yeah. It was personally affecting ITC's family, friends, customers, all of that. And employees. Employees, yeah. everything. And – that that's type of uh, event that you know, and we but we weren't advertising it. It wasn't showing up on Facebook. It wasn't showing up on any of these things. Going, 
you know, you should. I do think this. we may have posted because we did we did create a GoFundMe campaign. Yeah. I think we may have posted something about that, but it was not something that we we promoted a yeah, lot. And we're not and we're not sitting there going, well, you know, our you know our comparative rater is completely web based, so people were still able to quote. You know, that's that's horrible, and that's not. That that's newsjacking, and it's uh, I, I love the term, so I I now have it in rubber stamped in my brain. I will have that. So sorry, sorry to digress. I mean, but I don't think they needed a bot to understand that there was a wildfire in California. Yeah. Um. So moving on. Um, <laughs> yes, please, please <laughs> read continue in the article. They also taught one of their AIs. Um, how to handle the entire process of moving a customer to a new home. So canceling their old policy, evaluating the risk of the new address, generating an accurate price for the new policy, and then producing that new policy. Okay. So what agents have been doing for hundreds of years? <laughs> Pretty much. But they taught AI and AI to do it. So. Yeah. You know, um, there was an interesting article that came out last week that talked about that I believe it's in the 80s. I'm not going to name numbers, but 80 plus percent of uh, companies in the UK that tout themselves as AI driven Mm. aren't. Teaching an AI of how to handle a move is not really teaching AI. That's not artificial intelligence. That is a workflow. That is okay. What is your, you're, you know, recognizing the words, I'm moving, I need to move my policy. Okay. What is your current policy worth? How do we cancel that? Well, you press this little button to cancel it and, you know, you send the signal to to cancel it. And then you go, okay, well, you got your new policy. We're moving here. And you look at the address and you then price it at that address. That's, that's a workflow that every computer, I mean, that's a programmed response. That's a microservice whenever it comes to programming. That is like going, okay, I, I'm at A and I need to be at Z. And you know the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way down to Z to get that path. And that's exactly what that is. That's not artificial intelligence. Artificial inte- And so what they're doing is they're saying that they plug that into their artificial intelligence. Their artificial intelligence did not go, hmm, I noticed that people ask me a lot of how to move my policy or how to move their policy. And then based upon all the actions that are ever taken by the staff of my company, I choose to create an idea that maybe this is the workflow that you need to do. That's artificial intelligence. That's neural learning. So people need to stop using artificial intelligence as a, as, a, as, as something that's cool because that's not artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is about building a neural net and learning from the mistakes to do it because artificial intelligence is built the same way that we learn as kids to grow up. And, and it goes, well, that, that was a mistake, and you, you smack their hand. That's literally what you do. You, you reward them for good behavior, and you spank them for bad behavior. That's exactly what you do to an AI as you're training it. And so I, I, I agreed with that article I read, and it's very dis- disheartening that they, again, they're using AI to learn these things whenever it's really just program and response. Mm. Sorry. You're good. Wow. I'm, I'm just hating <laughs> on them today. You are. That's all right. Um, 
Just a, just a couple of things I wanted to pull from this blog post of theirs. Um, do you want to take a guess of how many homes they had insured? And they say home, but they're renter's insurance, so I'm not – but whatever. Um, at the beginning of 2018. I, I don't know. Has their bot, bot decided how to build a house yet? No. Okay. Um, um, 300,000. 100,000. 100,000. Okay. By the end of 2018, they were at 425,000. Massive growth. Massive growth. Yeah. But as we have talked about before, it's not just about adding policies, mm-hmm. right? There's also the loss ratio. Correct. Okay. So he shared those numbers. Do you remember what their loss ratio was at the beginning of 2018? In the 130s? Higher. 149. Higher. 215 in cheeseburger? <laughs> It was 166. 166. Okay. Okay. By the end of 2018, it was, do you know? Yeah, it was like 97. 99. 99. Yeah. So sub 100, which is good. Yes. <clears throat> but I do, I did read this article. Mm. And by the way, I didn't prep for the first section, I did, but I, my, my brain worked on the second section. Mm. Is what else did they say about that same period? You mean the the growth? Yeah, how their yeah, how was their growth? So it says that uh, less than a year from the initial launch in New York, they became the number one renter's choice among first time renters statewide, capturing one percent of market share, more than one percent. And then less than two years later, they're over six percent. And then they compared themselves to the average top ten homeowners insurance company with. That has a market share of six point three percent, and has been in business for one hundred and five years. And again, this goes back to my point of they're renters and they're comparing themselves to homeowners companies. Correct. That that's not an apples to apples comparison. No, because you're ta- you're going after a part of the market that the policy size is much much smaller than and cheaper, right? Than than your average home policy. Yeah. So you can grow like that faster with mm-hmm. that. Yep. And, but also, I believe in that article, they mentioned that they weren't growing as fast as they had planned. Mm. And well, they did. Say, he did talk about screwing up an entire quarter. Correct. And you know, they they, they talk about it as trial and all that. But the, the reality of it is, is that they were starting to focus on making sure that their loss ratios were in place. Mm-hmm. And remember, we had an episode where we talked about things that you can artificially grow your book by just making claims, just paying out claims. So you're going to have, because everybody's going to love you. If, you know, if <clears throat> all state, they paid out every single claim, no questions asked. In fact, they gave you five extra dollars and a $10 gift card to Starbucks. People would be like, oh, man, Allstate is the greatest in the world of paying claims. You should use Allstate. You know, they might be worth a little bit more because it's so clean and all that type of stuff. But then whenever you stop paying claims to get your claim your, your loss ratio down and you get a lot harder, your customer service values and your net promoter score start to drop because, you know, you have to decline, you know, you know, decline claims. And so – they that's that's the reality is that they are not going to be able to grow as fast when they're minding their loss ratio 
Right. And that's exactly what – we had an entire episode about that. Yeah, we did. You can link to the episode in our show notes. At insurancehappyhour.com. Please write the damn show notes for this episode. It's so hard to do that. (laughs) You appreciate what I bring to the table. I I do. I do. Now the real question is do you you appreciate anything I bring to the table this podcast? Well, I like when you go on the rants. They're always fun. Uh, Because I just sit back and let you go. Yeah, but like – I just wonder if you're like doing your grocery list. <laughs> you're like, hmm, I need some eggs. Let me check in with Laird. And this, and then whenever you got this going on, yeah, I, can, I, can, I can tune out at this point. Yeah. Hmm, what am I going to cook tonight? What's going to be on the menu? What's, oh, yeah. I should probably pick that up. And maybe some beer. That sounds kind of good. Uh, let's see what's Laird's. So, what do you think, Becky, about that? Oh, I guess I got to actually uh, respond at this point. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> Maybe a little? No. Oh. I'm not sitting here making my grocery list <laughs> while you're going off. <laughs> Are you counting the blinds? <laughs> no. What the hell? <clears throat> Just joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So um, how's the how's the lemonade outlook? According to them. I mean, obviously, they're going to be positive about it. That they're learning, they're doing, they're getting better. Hmm. I do like the tile. I mean, I like the tile because signals from space, but it, it they they should have tied it to like they're going to start offering alien abduction insurance <laughs> or something. <laughs> so uh, have we had a uh, cannabis episode yet? I don't think so. Yeah, I think we should do one. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna that's gonna be changing the industry as a whole, and in in lots of ways. Because I, I think that really it's not cannabis or its cell legalization status effects to health. All of that is really going to be the the big thing. I think what the mindset that whenever we start legalizing, you know, recreational drugs such as weed, we're actually going to the market, you know, the mentality of, you know, Americans is going to change. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how that will affect insurance. That was always that's that's the weird shit that goes through my mind on a regular basis when I'm sitting around thinking about show topics and all of that. Yeah. But uh, sorry, I digress. Hello. I'm here. Okay. I can cut the shit out. <laughs> My brain's not working. Clearly. Oh, staring stop. off into space. Oh yeah. Let's count the the floor tiles. Those aren't easier to count. They're they bigger. They're bigger. Yes. All right. I'll have to remember to cut this part. <laughs> Make yourself a note. Note to chef. Uh oh. Daniel was looking for you. <laughs> the kid? Uh-huh. Mm. You call him the kid. I do. Because <laughs> he's a kid. All right, you wanna you wanna close this up? Sure. Go for it. So what do you think, dear listeners? Do you think uh lemonade made some good headway in twenty eighteen or do you think it was kind of full of crap? Do you think it's BS that they jacked the news and used events that are difficult and all that jazz to hawk how cool they are 
Hit us up on Twitter. I am Becky L. Schroeder. Laird is L. Ricksford. Ford. Ford. You got to say it like with that. Ricksford. Uh, you can tweet using the hashtag insurance happy hour. Or you can tweet with the hashtag I like eggnog, but only in the summer. <laughs> this is your new thing. You're going to have a random hashtag every week. <laughs> that could be fun, actually. <laughs> I don't know if anybody will use it. People don't tweet us. <laughs> nope. It's fine. I mean, it's just you and I talking at this point. <laughs> I know. I know. But, you know, and open your podcast app. Hit subscribe if you have not already. Yep. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to the uh, the next Lemonade weather report so I can get grumpy yet again. I'm looking forward to the real cool changes that I think are coming to this industry. And I think that Lemonade, while they tick me off in a lot of ways, I think that they have the right idea when it comes to marketing themselves, mm-hmm. not the way they market, but they are very good at that. They understand that they need to market. And I'm telling you as our listeners that are probably only in the insurance industry, you really need to pick up your marketing because as I see it on a regular basis, agents and carriers are not doing a good job of marketing themselves and they're going to create an air gap and that air gap will cause a problem for this industry. And uh, I need to finish that blog post or no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting. I know. All right. Well, it's been fun, Becky. Yeah. You think? Always. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. Girls, do 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 do. All I really want is girls. Do 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 do. I'll do another Beastie Boys song. Go. <laughs> Brass monkey, that, that funky, funky monkey. monkey. Brass monkey, funky, funky, that funky monkey. <laughs>